And so this thing, how just ballpark? How big is it? Uh, like uh, comparison wise, I could I don't I couldn't even give a guess. Well, <laughs> you have to. You have <laughs> oh, to. I have to give a guess. Like, okay, is it bigger than a football field? I think I would have thought in my head, off the top of my head, it would be like as big as Gibraltar. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust: Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. The origin of UFOs has long remained a mystery, but one online forum user believes he knows the truth. This week on Unexplained Legends, the underwater UFO factory. Welcome, listen- <laughs> Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger Sullivan and with me as always is... Dennis... <laughs> Sorry, I, I got too excited. We're not excited. starting again. We're not oh, no, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. Uh, Dennis, mini pot of ice cream, lad. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, Dennis, yeah. care to explain your moniker you gave yourself this week? Uh, I'm just eating a lovely little pot of ice cream that I forgot. Isn't that the nicest thing in the world, especially when you travel? That is lovely. Um, But one thing that I know that the listener doesn't know is that, dare I say it, Dennis, uh, lactose does not have a great effect on you. Well, have I got a story for you, Raj, right? Because I thought I proved that point when I was eating coconut milk, right, in a a curry. Little did I know that coconut milk has nothing to do with lactose at all. So now I have no idea what it is. Oh wait, so that the coconut milk um, also affected you negatively? Yeah, murders me mm. like more than anything. So if there's anyone out there suffering from coconut milk um, disease, like I am, um, please get please get in touch. Do you think there's uh, any chance it's just creamy white substances? They really negatively. Uh, not all of them. <laughs> mayo. Not all of them. How do you do with mayo? <laughs> not all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I'm picking um, up. I'm picking up what you're putting there. Raj, uh, yeah. I've I've got I've got something for you, right? Okay. I was having a conversation. I, I have with a two friend. things for you after this as well. All right, well, this one's a big one. Okay, okay so I've I've gone back to the gym, right? Yeah. Back in the gym, gym well and all. It's a lov- lovely gym. I have to go into a little tube. Actually, I have to enter a keypad, go into a little tube, sucked down, and then it, and then it, you're sucked up into the things like they have in Tesco, and they put the money into it, and you land on the treadmill. But I have to say, pretty terrifying when you're inside in that tube. There's not enough. enough an awful lot of room right. um, inside there and I do kind of feel like what if something went wrong at this very moment but anyway it gets you up for the gym but I have been thinking seriously and this is not a joke seriously mm-hmm. thinking about doing steroids are you fucking are you joking <laughs> me yeah yeah why not uh, like, what do you what there do you are think? so many reasons why you in particular shouldn't why me in particular what the hell does that mean I'm you, not more susceptible to steroids than the next man oh come on you'll go I t- You'll go mental on it. And you'll be telling th- me, oh, oh, yeah, but the thing is, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, they are doing it wrong. I just think, I think a small, like a small cycle of steroids mm. just to get me on the road. And the, I won't name him, right? But he's, he's, his, um, his theory was that if you did so many steroids, right? You did so much steroids. Yeah. That basically you build up past what you even want. That obviously, when you go off the steroids, you you kind of reduce in size. Um, oh, a bit. this sounds um, very like the steroid equivalent of whacking the oven up to two twenty. Exactly. So that you can break, yeah. So you yeah. Break then you back then down. you only you only lose like 20 percent mm. after that, but you're already massive, so you've gained like even if you gained twenty percent, that would be amazing. 
this is uh, so I think um, geez then I thought I had two big bombshells for you <laughs> wait till you see my bombshells in the wake of, of I'm going to do steroids um, the, one of my bombshells is literally I bought water that came in, in, in a fucking in a cardboard uh, carton so that's wow. one bombshell uh, I think personally um, I just don't think it would be good for the brand if just bit by bit you just got like larger and larger in the screen the also i think the problem with the steroids is you will eventually uh you'll you'll start breaking things in your flat i've I've never been to your flat but i've been led to believe that it's like you know not necessarily the most spacious flat in the world as mine isn't either um i i suspect nicest nicest way you've ever put a london flat yeah (laughs) i suspect that increased bulk wouldn't do anything for that kind of personal space it's so small there are scientists outside my windows going look at the rat look at the rat he's turning on the television look at the little freak look at the rat." but one thing i wanted to put out there as well is and not to the listeners right because i'm not trying to source it but how do you get steroids oh it's easy to get because tons of people seem to be using them like at the gym you can see there's like Half the places using steroids, right? So how do you get them? I I know I know a lad who um, I know a lad back in Cork. Mm, I, I need to be very careful. He's not in Cork actually. He's in another place, <laughs> but he is in Ireland. And uh, they're called donuts. And okay. he just kept noticing. Uh, just kept noticing lads in the like in the changing rooms saying, "Oh, I'm going to get a few donuts now. Going to get a few donuts after that workout." And for ages, he was just like, Jesus, like, that's going to undo all their good work. And he just found out that the, the one PT that sells it, the, like, code name for it is Donuts. Oh, I'm going to get some Donuts. And the thing is, if you know, you're in the know. But if you're not in the know and you're going to the gym, if you hear somebody go, oh, I'm going for Donuts, you're like, fuck that. Like, so you, yeah, it's, but, it's, like, self-eliminating. But also, if you look at the guy and he's, like, absolutely built like a brick shithouse, and he's got an abs and stuff. And then you hear he's also eating donuts. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck am I even bothering? There's no point. <laughs> it destroys their gym membership. Uh, but anyway, what are we doing this week? Well, this week, Dennis, we're doing a very special one, as you can imagine. Last week's one was very, very successful, I would say. Really? People loved it. Do you remember what it was? Reddit Alien Exposer. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, and this week's, Dennis, is something similar. Right? It's it's I don't like that look you gave me. It's it's in a similar vein. And uh-huh. I thought we're really on a hot streak with the UFO stuff at the moment. Can I stop you there for a second? You mean a similar vein as in it's someone's posted something on Reddit and we're gonna read it out again? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Were you traveling? 4chan. This it's on 4chan this time. 4chan. <laughs> it's on 4chan this time. Wow. Dennis, we were doing we're covering a topic called the underwater UFO factory. I mean uh, is there, can I say anything after that? Yeah. To be honest, it's hard. What can it, what what can I possibly add to that title? It's hard to beat that, isn't it, Dennis? So uh, on the, on the back of that, do you want to just crack straight on with the lamestream narrative? Okay. In that case, then I will crack on with the lamestream narrative. There have long been stories of unidentified flying objects of unknown origin. Whether these are the angels or demigods of many ancient religions, 
or the modern interpretations of the flying saucer. They have always been a part of the human experience. But we're so often focused on the objects themselves. We are guilty of glossing over their origins. Missing the woods for the trees, if you will. Rarely do we truly ask where it is these objects have actually come from. This is except for one anonymous poster on the (laughs) online forum 4chan who did exactly that. Are you telling me he's the first lad to do it? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) What have we been doing on this fucking podcast for the last 70 episodes? (laughs) Okay, yeah, okay. So we've done it, yes. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, I think you will, you'll agree with me that often we get caught up. We, we get caught up in the fact, oh, these are aliens or whatever. But, but we don't ask, where have the aliens come from? That is total BS. I, I, I constantly <laughs> ask that on this, on this podcast. I constantly <laughs> what? ask, what's their purpose and where they're from? And what's my answer? You're like, that doesn't matter. Yes. Just, yeah, which yeah. proves my point. So often we get caught up in it. No, not we. <laughs> but, but, okay, well, put it to you this way. Which one of us would you say more accurately represents the UFO community? Oh, sorry. You actually cut out there a little bit. Sorry to be unprofessional. uh, Okay. Everything okay? Yeah, it's all good. It was just an internet connection. Which which one of us do you think more accurately represents the UFO community? What kind of a a trap is this that you're... I would say you you definitely represent the UFO community at large, at large emphasis, at large. So I'm um, I'm is that a job at my weight? So so I'm saying, Dennis, in that respect, you can you can assume from me, extrapolate out as a sample size of one, that a lot of people that are interested in UFOs, we're kind of caught up in the nuts and bolts and the mechanics of the UFOs, and we don't really think where did they come from? Or of course they do. What? Of course you th- you never thought about where they come from. They just arrive and you're just like, oh, here. Like, are you telling me when, like, I don't know, your cousins or something call in, you're like, don't know where they're from. Well, I don't like, I'm, think, I'm happy with it. I'll put it to you this way then. I don't think about their actual manufacturing. Their process. You we, know, we, of the house stuff. We just works. did an episode on it. No, we didn't. We did it yeah, on the did. aliens themselves. On the beings. Yes. Yeah. And we're half manufactured on earth, half manufactured where else? What? Well, you would, this is like the ships and stuff. Okay, all right, okay, right. I'll just point something else out, right? How, how the hell are we meant to know where they're from, for a start? Well, we'll find out during this episode. But, that, but like, I'm being led to believe now that they are on Earth, underwater. Yes. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Am I getting Nintendo for Christmas? Yes, yes but I don't want no. to spoil anything. <laughs> Uh, I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny that. But I do have a copy of Mario sixty four. They, Dennis. I, I, I think you'll understand more what I mean as I go through the okay. the source. Okay. So in April twenty twenty three, this is recent. An anonymous user, claiming to have worked for the U.S. military in some capacity, came forward and told his story of working on a research project which examined the earthly source of many of the so-called UFOs and UAPs, which individuals so frequently see. The source being none other than a secret underwater UFO factory operating in the Atlantic Ocean, somewhere near the Bermuda Triangle. He started with a relatively straightforward post, prompting individuals for questions on his intimate knowledge of the UFO intelligence of the US military. 
What followed was an intense few hours of questioning. During this time, he confirmed that the base had been in operation for at least a hundred years, but with some thinking that possibly it's been operating since at least 4000 BC. Oh, okay, all right, just stop you there, right? Because obviously there's a lot to dig into <laughs> underwater alien UFO factory, right? Which you saw, I didn't even, I didn't even jump in when you didn't said that. Didn't even flinch at that. But who are the some that are saying it's from 4000 BC? They're like some, there are some lads on the project. You mean some lads on the project? Some lads on Reddit who are just saying, I think this is from 4000 BC. No, they're on the project, I think. They're on the project, you think. I don't understand what UFO people, right? Because you represent the UFO community mm-hmm. at large, right? They <laughs> yeah. need to be caught and put in somewhere. <laughs> but why do you insist on having like, okay, this is, this is a little bit believable. And then someone just comes in and goes, 4000 BC. And okay. just absolutely whacks away your credibility. I can answer that. Right? I can answer are that. Go- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm, I'm just about to, actually. So, the 100 years thing. That's like, that's conservative. They have kind of proof of that. They know it's been operating for at least 100 years. Why? Is there a plaque in there and it says like opened by Just like some minister? Based on their to... research. Based on their research. I don't know how well, they know it, but they know it. How are they doing it? They, they know it. They know it. How? I Like surely your man is saying how they know it on the, on the post, no? That wasn't asked. <laughs> where did you? Asked. Where did you get it from? What do you mean? Well, where did you get the hundred years from? Then that, that, no, he, he said that. He said it, but he didn't give any proof. Somebody as to asked. Why. Somebody asked him, <laughs> "How long has it been operating?" <laughs> and he said, it's, "We know it's been operating for at least hundred years." You're getting mad at me, like I can't understand how to microwave lasagna or something. <laughs> but, right? And it's it's much, and you're explaining the instructions to me or something. But I just want to know, like, is it? A, it's a hundred years ago because I think this other thing happens, to people as well, right. is where a hundred years ago is nineteen oh one or something. But it, are we? Are we literally saying it's you know a hundred years ago from now, nineteen twenty three? Yes. So they have some Bang kind on. of military proof that something happened there out in in nineteen twenty three. Where? Where this is located in the Atlantic Ocean? All oh, right. Okay. Today in the Bermuda Triangle, I think. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Which, put a pin in that, right? That'll come up in the theories. <laughs> no, no way, I'd say. <laughs> but some people... So, so this, is, this is what I picture from this, right? And I think this is why there weren't any questions about this, because it's pretty self-explanatory, is what happened is probably in 1923, a ship probably went missing out there. Mm-hmm. And the US military has kind of known since then that that's a no-go area, right? And now they're cross-referencing that with stories from as old as 4000 BC, and they're wondering, you know, we have proof of, of what happened 100 years ago. So we know it was at least there then. But there's a chance that some of these stories from 4000 BC, they might also tie into this. What stories? I don't know. I haven't seen the stories. <laughs> okay. So you're telling me that like some US general or whatever at the time comes in, sends out with a ship. They lose the ship. Sends out another ship. They lose the ship. Sends out another ship, lose the ship. And he comes in and he just puts an X on the map. And he just goes, don't, don't go out there. I don't know what's happening. In, in 1923? Yeah. No, I think they just sent one. I just think, one I think that what you were saying, but it was one. Okay. Right. And they just went, no way. And, and they knew where it sank as well? Yeah, they had a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, right? It appears to be operated by some kind of advanced AI, and is completely unapproachable. If approached by civilian ships, 
it merely dives deeper in the, into the water. But if approached by military vehicles, it will engage if it senses a threat. It so it's, sorry, but it's yeah. it's not like bolted onto the ground then. It's it's like a huge submarine kind of yeah, thing, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Massive, massive. They call it a freighter, some of them. Is it like in X-Men the Animated Series where the Sentinels have like a kind of a King Sentinel? Is it type that type of thing? I don't fully remember that, but just based on your explanation, <laughs> I would say yes. Okay, good. It's like, it's a giant ship. Giant-like. But it can attack and stuff. It, it can do whatever it wants. It's a, that's whatever? How, <laughs> that's how advanced it is. You're, you're, this is an example of a can attack, right? Because in one case... God, I really Could want ice cream now after you eating that ice cream. In it's one case, good. right, it, it, com- it even completely eliminated a pilot and ship uh, because they, they were flying uh, an attack jet towards it um, on, on what was supposedly like a recon mission. But he said that realistically it was a suicide mission. Because they were pretty sure that when something with weapons came that close to it, it was just going to obliterate it. And it did. Just wiped it off. <laughs> off the face And they of sent that in deliberately to kind of test it. Test yeah, its defences. pretty much, yeah. And so this thing, how, just ballpark, how big is it? Uh, like, uh, comparison-wise. I, could, I, don't, I couldn't even give a guess. Well, <laughs> you have to. You have <laughs> oh, to. I have to give a guess. Like, okay, is it bigger than a football field? I think I would have thought in my head, off the top of my head, it would be like as big as Gibraltar. Oh, of course, you give that comparison. I don't like. I can't put that into a square. It would have been, um, yeah, like yeah. So it's the size of a country. Then. It's massive, I think. Okay, but yeah, because it's so yeah, undetectable. Much, <laughs> yeah, but it can't have too much room to maneuver in the Atlantic Ocean, and I assume, right? Must be hard enough. No, it's Gibraltar's not that big. It's, it's okay. Let's say it's half the size of Gibraltar. Yeah, I think you've overshot. It's it's massive though. It is really big. But with advanced technology, why does it have to be so big? You'd think it'd be smaller, not bigger. That sounds like some sort of like turn of the century industrialization kind of thing. Like, well, two things I'll say to that. One, you you'll kind of get a sense of that later. Mm-hmm. But two, the other one is. Um, to the other one it's a great phrase (laughs) to the other one is is that is that um, just in case it's really like people really not not being able to keep up at all like to the second one is um, is that is that it's I can't (laughs) brilliant Brilliant, Roger. Absolutely fantastic. I can't, I can't remember. You oh, completely no. threw me off. I can't remember. Uh, well, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, remember. I, I hate to see you in front of the grand jury. No, Yo, you, you don't know what this fucking thing's up to. Okay. You don't know. Like, if you knew how, what it's up to. <laughs> Are you crying? What are you talking about? You sound like a, you sound like it's it's like stalking you or something. You don't know what this is up to. You don't know what it's you don't know how big it needs to be. <laughs> so, <sighs> so, <laughs> all right. The well, I can't. Even, I can't even remember what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, the, the facility builds different kinds of ships. 
based on what job is needed. Building different varieties for different tasks, such as scientific, mining, recon, etc. Previously, the ships were much more frequently manned by like actual humanoid creatures. But now, they're often completely unmanned drone type affairs. Have- I thought, so, I thought they on. said it was an advanced AI. Making them. They're in control of the like giant freighter. Yeah, so why did they need a couple of humanoids down there? So, I think it's making the humanoids as well, based on tying it up to last week's episode. And sending them out into Earth then. Mm. Where it's like genetically making them, you know? And like, what's the government's take on this? Are they worried about this massive alien factory underwater? Like, they're very curious about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the general take. I'd probably be pretty scared, to they're, be honest. No, no, they're very curious, right? Because, right, there have been no successful attempts at communication, but it's believed that the base has a tacit acceptance of humans um, and that the beings that, that or like the intelligence, let's say, behind the underwater craft could wipe us out instantly if they wanted. But for now, at least, they're just monitoring us. Their activities... Um, also rise uh, during global conflict and dip during times of peace. I read a, a really interesting thing. Uh, I was reading a sci-fi book at the moment. They were talking about how AI, if we create them, mm. that there'll be certain factions of AI that will see us as a god or at least a creator and will then try and protect us. That would be good. Which gives me some hope for the future. <laughs> Uh, which would be quite nice. But that's um, this, the AI would want us to think as well. You know what? If if that's if that's what I thought and they were off doing other stuff, I wouldn't really mind. Um, okay. okay, so at the moment, right, what we've been presented with is a huge thing the size of half of Gibraltar, right? Mm. Which is really easy for everyone to imagine at home. <laughs> um, and it's just floating around the sea. And in times of conflict, what was that line? It sends out more ships, basically. More. It sends out more ships to where? Like to Earth, it sends out more UFOs. It's building UFO. UFOs. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, I know you did. But I, I just want—I was just. What's the purpose of the UFOs? What are they up to? So, um, so we do not fully know what their purpose is on Earth, but we know that they often send ships out of orbit. So, they, so like sending off, perhaps even scarier. They also, or sorry, uh, even scarier, they also supposedly receive ships from off world. So, suppo- so it is two way traffic, right? So, it's like an airport? Yeah. Giant underwater Fact- base, yeah. Factory. Yes, factory. It's like an airport if the airport made the airplanes as well. What's it called? Um, I don't know. Just giant alien underwater factory? It doesn't have a name. Have the government even named it anything? No? They've named it, I think, but he doesn't. Nobody asked that. He doesn't. Okay, I so might look and see it. if we can get a name for it. So, what? Well, the general wisdom, Dennis, is that the intelligence originated off-world. There's so, some question if it in fact predates humans as well. So it's older than humans themselves. So this thing has been operating, and then we just happened to pop along. Yes, so that's what some people think. But the other thing they think is that it's cropped up at some stage, and that since then. It's been looking after us. But to answer your question, though, they think it kind of monitors us. Okay. That, that's why it goes up during times of conflict. 
Um, I, I've got something a bit creepy here, a bit spooky, right? Go on, yeah. So um, I'm looking on um, Reuters, right? Yes. And I see it, and it's update. This is the headline just in Google search. It says, Sweden's military investigates suspicious dot, dot, dot. And then the, the little kind of blurb before you can see it. The armed forces have on Friday received information about alien underwater activity in Stockholm archipelago. The military said in a dot, dot, dot. Clicking it. 404 not found. That's... Now that is... <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? That is spooky. That is spooky. And if anything, it bodes very well for the podcast. Um, There's a couple of... There's a there's an alien base off the coast of Malibu as well. That's not it. I think that's oh wait maybe is that Atlantic? Uh, I thought that would be Pacific. Where so this one is in the Atlantic. I just want to see um, doing a little bit of live underwater research. Four Chan also might help to get you there. Four Chan. All right, do I want to go to Fortune? Let's well, see. no, no, not not actually going there, but just. Oh, okay. So actually, I just want to read this. Oh, th- this guy is um, this fella says here, right? If you all recall, uh, some guy in Fortune talked about insider knowledge concerning the existence of a large UFO mm-hmm. facility in the Atlantic Ocean that manufactures built-to-spec UFO drones, predominantly yes. in the Bermuda Triangle area. I can't say I believe him one hundred percent, but everything he has said feels so plausible. He has mentioned niche things like the larger cigar-shaped UFOs with windows, mm-hmm. uh, where witnesses believe uh, they were like viewing decks or viewing decks, right? Anyway, um, so one thing nobody's brought up is, are you going to bring this up because I don't want to ruin it, is OTEC, which is the US Navy's version of Area 51. No, didn't, he didn't bring that up. Located in the Bahamas, right beside the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. Then there's this guy named Bob Fish, who is a former intelligence officer and talked about very identical stuff. And this is a quote from this intelligence officer. He said, he said there were times when they were diverted from these missions to track UFOs off the coast of Florida. His claim was the UFOs had a landing and takeoff spot in the ocean east of Miami, north of Bermuda. He also claimed there was a specific electronic signature emanating from them when they were going into or coming out of the water. So they're easy to track. On several occasions, they filmed the UFOs as it transitioned from water to air or vice versa. Okay. Or vice versa. Sounds believable to me. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It, so you've gone off and you found an independent source backing up what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I found another anonymous person on the internet. <laughs> well, up stuff. I thought you said that guy's name was Bob Fish. Uh, yeah, that guy, uh, Bob Fish. It, that's not him posting. Posting is Apollo Rising. And it, this is on um, our aliens as well. So, <laughs> Well, it sounds top to bottom to me. Reputable yeah. reputable ads, yeah? They... Uh, Sorry, I just want one more comment, and I swear then yeah. get going. But this is hilarious. This guy, and it's only two months ago. A guy goes, "I work at a base down at Homestead." Uh, one night after pilots came back, I go, "Hey, sir, how'd your flight go? Anything interesting?" And he goes, "Just a couple of UFOs, nothing crazy." We all laugh and look at him, and his face is stone cold, and goes, "Have a good day, gentlemen," and walks off. I've had a few other interesting things mentioned, so I fully believe there is something off the coast of Florida. Well, this is only open and shut to me, Dennis. The Pretty cool. So, I think this will get back onto what you're talking about as to um, like what they're doing here and how they're interacting with us. The poster elaborates that the beings are not that careful around humans, not needing to be discreet. They appear relatively uncaring towards us in this regard, and thus often have crashes or incidents of exposure. 
Many of these are down to them encountering strange gravity disturbances in certain areas of Earth, which cause their engines to stop working. He also confirmed that in these black spots, the military have often retrospectively unearthed downed vehicles, um, often being discovered years after the crash. I thought that was an interesting tidbit because I think it kind of... Um, I think you always think of them as like live recover- recovery. Mm. But actually, this is just finding them uh, and recovering them. Do you know what's cool there is the point you bring up about them not really caring about humans and yeah. like interacting with them and stuff like that. But... I never thought about it that the fact of maybe the aliens are like, yeah, we're here, governments or whatever, mm. but it's actually, it's up to you to conceal us. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're not going to conceal conceal ourselves. We've got too much shit to do, right? You're the little monkeys or whatever. You have mm. to conceal it if it's such a big deal to you. I think that's actually kind of a cool angle that, that the onus is on the governments to do it and not the aliens who couldn't give a shit. Well, that's what, that's what it sounds like. It also mm. confirmed, right, the polls also confirmed that the crashes can at various times be the result of failed off-planet launches so that it's quite hard to escape uh like earth and they get sucked back in yeah or 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 like they'll get hit by a piece of space debris and fall back down and uh the ships the ships manned uh, are manned if they are manned sorry if the ships are manned they're manned by the classic gray alien types mm. joe that we're familiar with um, but he had little additional knowledge about them, the pollster, except for the fact that they're potentially psychic. Um, <laughs> little footnote there. Yeah, it's just. But that's kind of known. I think we've come across that before. Um. So these are psychic aliens that are potentially underwater. And what what is the purpose of of them being? Or what's what's the reason for them picking planet Earth? Do you think? We don't know, but there's some scary suggestions. But like, or maybe it sounds like maybe we're in the center of, you know, like a kind of a crossroads, maybe in the universe where there's lots of things around. Like, we're we're just like a giant petrol station. You were saying, yeah, we're an intergalactic service station, is what you're suggesting. Pretty much. Okay, that's interesting. That's an interesting concept. Uh, I think what I th- I actually think that they're the explanation he gives is quite spooky in its own mm-hmm. right. And it touches on something we've talked about before. He said that there's a split in the intelligence community about their purpose here on Earth. Some think that they are watching us, waiting for us to mature, much like, let's say, a zoo, where the zookeepers are keeping a, an eye on the animal's safety. That's the zoo mm-hmm. theory we've talked about before. While others, this is, I think this is going to... Make you, you know, tremble a bit in the trouser department. Right? Others suggest that they're actually merely safeguarding the planet, making sure that humans don't destroy it, as they await for something else to come here and eventually claim the planet for themselves. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. I mean, the only problem is they're doing a piss poor job of it because we are steadily destroying the planet day by day. Well, but. The- I think that there's a few things they'll tolerate. Like, they don't mind if it gets a bit hot. Okay, they're built for it. Yeah, but but they're, they're built different. But they don't want um, nuclear explosions and stuff. All right, I got one for you, right? They don't want nuclear explosions, but yeah. assuming that they're water-based, right? Maybe this is all part of their plan, that they're giving humans technology and, like, you know, boosting corporations' powers and stuff, so it's all, like, anti-climate... Um, 
that doesn't make any sense but they're they're like they don't believe in climate change and whatever and they're doing everything to uh, increase global warming because they want the sea levels to rise because they they want more water to be on earth for when they're basically terraforming it but we're doing the job for them if you get what i mean sorry can i just get wrap my head around this is that you're you're you've gone from the start of the episode right the start of the episode where you're saying you're kind of half telling me this is nonsense (laughs) to now you're suggesting to me that it's an intergalactic lobby group that's like lobbying congress to uh to lax climate laws well, I just feel like you've dropped the ball on this one. I think I, I think I just had to step in here and just, you know, say what's really going on. Well, what's really going on is uh, when it goes all the way to the top, they, they, they want climate change to happen. And that's the most convenient way of them doing it. Yeah, but this is this is our only purpose because like time for them, they're like AI. So time for them, you know, this is a, a blink of an eye like from this human civilization or whatever. So we're basically just kind of like they're little nanobots or whatever that are running around the place. Uh, we think we're in charge of ourselves when we're not. And all we're doing is just our only purpose is to create climate change and raise the sea levels. And they've probably figured out that by the time they get here, which will be thousands and thousands of years, this is actually the, the best way to do it because we'll use the resources of the planet to do it rather than trying to build all this technology. Okay, okay, put a pin in that. We'll get to that in theories. Really? Not the, not the, um, not the lobbying part of it. I think okay, that, okay. that kind of loses a bit of credibility. But, but, the, but the, <laughs> rest of it, the rest of it, put a, put a pin in that, right? Because the user, the user right, uh, obviously you're asking what brought this guy what made him come forward mm-hmm. after all these years? And he said what prompted him to come clean was the fact that he was diagnosed with liver cancer and felt that it was only right to release the knowledge he knew uh, as his like mindset had been completely changed by the terminal diagnosis. But one particularly chilling remark that stood out to me as I read it is a user asked him if they were friends or foes. To which the poster merely replied, I don't know. Are the handlers at the zoo friends with the animals? Mm. To this day, the underwater UFO factory remains unexplained. One of your best pieces to end on there. The underwater (laughs) UFO factory remains unexplained. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, real shock, real shock for the listeners there. I'd say on that side. I thought you were being sincere about his statement, but no, no, it no. was that. I, I, I mean, look, I believe there are aliens out there, right? No, I, you don't. Yeah, I do. When did that happen? Like a couple of episodes ago. But <laughs> I believe that there, I believe there's aliens out there, right? But I believe, in a weird way, that we just have to relinquish control and give over to AIs, like upload our consciousness to that. And that's the only way we're going to survive because aliens are going to knock on our door soon and we're flipped. Flipped. Because if someone else has AI, we're dead. So you're saying, like, put it all on red. Yes. Create the AI. I think so. Like, well, what, like we're, we're so um, ill-equipped to basically deal with nearly every sort of, like, um, universe phenomenon out there that could just instantly destroy us tomorrow. You, we need AI or we're dead. There was so, there was so much in the, um, in the 4chan posts yeah. that I, I couldn't cover it all in the episode. But one of the things that really stood out to me is somebody asked, could we take one of the grey aliens in a fistfight? 
Right? Uh, yeah, his answer was like, well, I don't think it had ever happened, but he'd be surprised if we couldn't in like an actual out and out fight. Imagine how, str- imagine how strange it would be though if aliens did land on here and started like populating the place a little bit. People would definitely fight aliens. Oh yeah, I think so. I think it wouldn't be helpful that they look like they could be fought. You know, mm. how would you fight an alien? Um, I would. I don't know where you'd punch it, because it, it like as in, because it doesn't have a nose or anything, right? Mm. It doesn't have lips. Yeah. So like you punch someone in the nose, it's gonna hurt oh, them yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, I suppose you'd have to kind of punch them into the side of the head, maybe. You think so? Yeah. Maybe their neck, because that's where they um their voice box and shit is. So no, but they so have no vocal cords. Remember, vibration thingy is though, isn't it? Or no, that's in their lungs. I think um, hit them in the chest. You think so? Yeah. I, I would say I'd grab them from like a, an arm or something and just start fucking Swing swinging them. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would probably be your best bet. And like maybe hit, I think if you got one of their legs yeah. and you like really gave them a good swing and like maybe smash their head against a, a, like a, a, a trunk of a tree or like side of a building, I think it would crack open like a pinata. So you're having like a hardcore street match. You're not inside in a ring or anything. Oh, no, it's not like... It's not like we've entered the UFC. <laughs> You're just in a park. Yes, yeah. Uh, and one of them said something about my girlfriend or something. Um, will we crack on with the theories, Dennis? Or do you have something to say? You did a no. very pregnant lip slap. No, I, I'll explain that later. Um, okay. But so, yeah, how many theories have we got? Okay, we have mm, one, two, three, four, five. Um, n- actually, four and a half. Okay, that was pretty good. Four and a half, yeah. All right, start off with your second favorite one. Uh, I think it, this is, yeah, this is my, yeah, I think it's fair to say this is my second favorite. This is also the half one. Okay. Um, this is just this, do you know all the stuff that's attributed to the Bermuda Triangle? Mm-hmm. That's this base. Fair <laughs> time. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, we stepped into that a little bit. I could buy that. Yeah. So it's just the defences are just shooting on everything if it goes into Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. So that's no, not I, really like a theory in itself. It's kind of more of just a, a footnote. A tidbit. I yeah. have I have one kind of problem with that, though. If the governments know about this mm-hmm. and the Bermuda Triangle, why are they still letting like passenger planes and everything fly over that place? Surely they'd say, like, we can't go in here because of like, tropical storms or something. Be- because if you were listening, Dennis... Right. I was. Which, well, so often you're not. He said that civilian crafts, <laughs> civilian crafts, it just dives deeper. It tries to avoid them. Okay, yeah, but there's been a ton lost. Yeah, but it goes wrong, doesn't it, sometimes? But wouldn't you just be better off to say, like, we won't chance it? Well, you might as well not fly at all at that rate. <laughs> no, that's not a good argument. <laughs> yeah, is. it is, yeah. No, Why don't we do nothing? Why don't we stay th- home? That's like when you when your mother cooks you a dinner and you say you don't like something in it and then she says she's never going to cook ever again and yeah. goes out the back. Oh, um, we just all stay home if that's what you're saying. Um, no, I, I think that there's a problem there with that. Like they could, they well, I, well, I mean, the other argument you could have uh, is that they are sacrificing those people to make it more believable that it's not there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to say next. All right, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think the Bermuda Triangle thing, I think that's pretty much open shot. Um, like that that kind of just is true now. Um, the, <laughs> the, 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 this is my favorite. Uh, this is my favorite theory, yeah. 
mm-hmm. is that they're actually an ancient advanced civilization. And, an ancient advanced civilization, okay. And it's actually just the remnants of that civilization. That they were wiped out during some other period in time. So just one machine knocking around. Yeah. And all it's doing is kind of carrying out like research, but it's not really doing anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, do you know if, if, um, do you know if a Roomba was just left off by itself forever? Yeah. Where does it get its energy and stuff from then? Self-perpetuating. That's handy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Real handy. Oh, thermal vents from the ocean. There we go. And do we have any... Like, is there anything out there that's, like, strange stuff happening in the sea that would, you know, match up to thermal vents? What do you mean? Well, well we, like know, the, we know that you get thermal vents from, from the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, but, like, is there, like, as in, there must be places where it's way different. No? The readings must be completely different. Why? Because if this has been... Because there's, there's, a, long, there's, a, fuck, there's no, a ship the size of Gibraltar going no, but if the this has been half of Gibraltar, but if this has been going this long... It's just part of the baseline. No, it's not part of the baseline it because it's baseline. shifting around the place. So it's going to it's going to affect the oceans in different ways. It doesn't ways. move a lot. <laughs> it, it does. Doesn't move a lot. No, no, it doesn't move a lot. It goes up and down. You see, it only goes up and down. It doesn't go anywhere else. It goes side to side but very 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 slight movements. Only at the weekends. Yeah. That. Okay, so the, but if this thing does what it wants and it's from an ancient civilization. Yes. Then we've no control over whatsoever, right? No, we don't. Um, so, w- would it be in our best interest to not reveal that it's there or to reveal that it's there? You know, in the Not government? reveal, like, I think. Why? Because people just ask too many questions. People yeah, are like, what's going on then, you know? <laughs> tearing up their history books. Well, they wouldn't have to tear up their history books. Would they? This they would, history would go, still have happened. They'd go, this is, this is nonsense. What's nonsense? History. If this is an, if if this is, if we're saying this is an ancient civilization, it could have been here since four thousand BC. Yeah, it could have been, but like as in all of our history, it would still have happened. But this was there, so it asks if it asks you like what's go, what was going on before. Well, like what is this the remnants of? Yeah, but I don't think people would throw away our history. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be like listen. I think it off. I think they give it a sharp side eye. That's, that's that's my opinion on that. Okay. Okay. All right. The next theory, Dennis, is that it's I teased it earlier. The zoo hypothesis. Okay. So this is that they're they've they're coming here and they just monitor us for some reason and they're just making sure we don't destroy ourselves. All right, but there are no tours happening or anything like that. There actually is a suggestion that there are tours, and he says that they once recovered a ship that was really like overmanned by their by their reckoning. And they they theorized that that was like some kind of observation ship. Oh, right. So it was like a capsule from the London Eye or something. It was like a glass bottom boat of looking at humans. <laughs> and th- where did they find that? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> it's convenient. Oh, they um, might not have asked him. Asked who? He said they, they did. Like he said that they recovered that. But, they, but I don't think anyone asked him where did they recover it. People are giving him fairly like softballing him questions, aren't they? <laughs> I think the thing that you um, don't understand about the UFO community is it's almost like, do you ever try to give a to- give a dog two toys at once? Yeah, where like they kind of just go at the first one, 
And the second the one just like flies off. Yeah, so like I'm digesting the fact that he's just told me that happened. Yeah, so you're that's all you're happy with then. You don't really care past I don't give a questioning shit questioning anything really. I couldn't care less about when, where, whatever. I just want to know the but hard facts that it did happen. Di- didn't you say at the start? That the real problem in UFO communities that we're not questioning things enough. <laughs> they, that was so, yeah, yes, and I think this is a good example of that. Well, we're not questioning it. Yeah, we should have but questioned you, more. But you said you were happy. I am. I'm part of the problem. I hold my hands up, yeah. But you're refusing to improve. Yes. Okay. Uh, next, next theory, Dennis. Next theory is you, you teased it. They, I, I can kind of combine two theories here. You teach, they created us. Mm-hmm. It's one of my theories. They created us. Now, I didn't really go deep on the purpose, but you're, you have an interesting thought on the purpose that we're actually terror, terraformers. Yeah. Uh, I have another theory for you that ties into the zoo hypothesis that I was thinking of when I said they created us. Is we're actually an endangered species from a totally other planet. That's cool. <laughs> and and that they've just made Earth as like a little yeah. your refuge. That is really cool. What would be the point in doing that though? Why would they have to keep us alive? Because they are like why do we keep snow leopards alive? Pandas. So, so we can make money out of them. No, not 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 snow leopards surely. Who's who's trekking up the Himalayas? You love snow leopards. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I love I love them. I, I've adopted one called Snowy. The, there you go. But, uh, but like, uh, as in, there's reasons for let's say bringing back animals or whatever, like uh, puffins, lynx, puffins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, top of the list for everyone. Bring back puffins, <laughs> even. Oh. Anyway, um, uh, but, yeah, bring, but bring back, bring back migratory birds. But that's but the <laughs> come back. Um, <laughs> but there, there's reasons for all those things coming back, right? But why yeah. are like again, you know. Is it the zoo? Is that why they're bringing it back? They want to have a pretty cool thing to look at. Yeah, yeah, it's part of that. <laughs> That's all, yeah. That's all, yeah. Very solid. Uh, you're trying to fucking spoon feed it. Like <laughs> Final theory. Final theory, Dennis, is that they're preparing for an invasion. That's why the bases are. But are, what are they preparing for? Like an invasion is in like against them. No, against us. But why are they, are they protecting us? Oh, maybe us? against them as well. Oh, my God. Both. Both. Not at the same, at the same time. time. No. <laughs> Be ludicrous. No, they're preparing for it. They're, they're just like keeping an eye on Earth, making sure that we haven't destroyed it, waiting for like the mothership to land. All right, and they're going to come down then and wipe us out? Yeah. Okay. I, I, so we should do something about this giant Gibraltar boat submarine, yeah? Potentially one of the one of the half Gibraltar. One of the thoughts, yes, is that we yeah. should do something. <laughs> probably about get it. rid of it. Yeah. I think, to be honest, no matter what it is, I think you should probably get rid of it. Just to be on the it, safe side. That, that, it's never good to hear that from a doctor. <laughs> no, it's not. No. But you don't want it in you. Um, all right. I think that's it for this week's episode. Um, I've been Dennis Lynn, as always. Uh, you can find me in Dennis Lens 3D and all that please give us 5 star reviews I have to say Rog we got 100 5 stars on Spotify I think, I think we're on 101 now are we? Dead. yeah well, um, it's, so it's yeah. actually not it's not 105 star reviews because one fucker gave us 1 star once well in that case we do have 105 stars so it's 101 okay um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah very happy with that I've been going on about that for ages so thanks very much uh, review us over on Apple and all the rest of it as well and over there is uh, Roger O'Sullivan you can find me on Instagram at Roger O'Comedy and uh, now we're headed over to the Din Fuzz, aren't we? Yes. yes, we are. You should see what I've got cooked up for you. Oh, really? Ooh. Really? Ooh. 
Well, uh, I can't wait for that. Um, and to, uh, to everyone else, in the meantime, uh, love you. Bye. Two, the other one.